welcome to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast with co-founders and hosts, Tracy Callahan and Deborah Doak. Each week, we tackle another tough topic to help professional divorce coaches maximize client impact and cultivate thriving practices. We also want to spread the word about the expertise and value that certified divorce coaches bring to the table. At DCA, we are committed to ongoing learning and we value generosity among divorce coaching professionals. We believe that when one succeeds, we all succeed. Welcome back to the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. I'm Deborah. I'm here with Tracy. Hi. Hi. Um, so uh, we're in a mood today. <laughs> <laughs> well, we've been in a mood for for a bit. But we've been just, in a mood for a bit. We're channeling it today. <laughs> yeah, we're talking about it today. We've been talking about it a little bit on social media. But uh, so you might want to settle in because we're going to rant just a little bit about everybody and their brother calling themselves a divorce coach. So we're going to hop up on the soapbox just for a minute, but don't worry. We're not just going to vent today. Okay. We're going to vent a little bit, but that's not, we're going to spend all of our, a little bit, a little bit, (laughs) but we're not going to spend the whole time doing that. What we also want to do is provide you with some tips for having these hard conversations. We've had a few lately, having some hard conversations when you come across someone who is using the title without the training. Okay. So our goal in this episode really is not to bash other professionals. It's really not. That's that's not who we are. It's not what we want to do. What we want to do is continue the conversation about how to advocate for the profession of divorce coaching. And that includes talking with others about the importance of certification and training, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. yes. So Tracy, you and I have been doing a lot of talking about how we're noticing more and more people out here in the space saying they're divorce coaches. Yeah. Hashtag divorce coach. Yeah. Or even in their title and their Instagram bio or, (laughs) or on their website. You know, but when you dive into their bios, there's no mention of formal training or certification in divorce coaching. We see it every day. Every day. I see them call themselves a divorce coach in their Instagram bio, their email signature. They talk about it in their podcast. And if I don't recognize their name, we know most of the certified divorce coaches. We've been around, we've been around a long time, right? So if I don't recognize their name, lately I've made it a habit to do a little sleuthing. Yeah. A little PI work. A little PI work. Pulling the curtain back. (laughs) And here's what I'm coming across, right? Here's what I'm seeing. I'm seeing people who've had their own divorce experience people who are in other areas of coaching right they they're a health coach a wellness coach a something else coach i see people that are professionals in other areas mental health law mediation finance and i see people who've participated in a and i'm using air quotes so called divorce coach training program that's not in alignment with the aba definition of divorce coaching Right. Like yep. we all know, and we've we've whined about this before. There's a course out there you can take for $149. It says you can do it in four weeks. It's run by God knows who. 
Yeah, I don't even know who that is. We don't even know. <laughs> IAP something college. Yeah, college, yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, that's not divorce coaching. Okay. Now, all of these people who are calling themselves divorce coaches, we know have good intentions. Absolutely, I'm certain of that, right? They all want to help people get through divorce. They have lovely stories and compelling copywriting on their about pages. But it's still problematic when someone calls themselves a divorce coach but hasn't taken the time or put forth the effort to get the proper certification as an ADR, what the ABA says, an ADR professional. Yeah, it's so true. And that's why we say if we could do it over, we would change the name and drop the word coach from our title. It just absolutely muddles the water. Listen, you and I both supported our kids through college admission processes, for sure. Yes. It was hell. But we would never call ourselves college admission coaches. We both had dogs. We love our dogs and trained them. But we would never call ourselves dog training coaches. Oh, no. We both started and run successful businesses, but would never call ourselves business coaches. Why? 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 Because we did those things personally, but we don't have the professional training and credentials to back up a professional title. There's a difference between having experience or knowledge about a subject and having professional training and adhering to a standard of practice. Just that's the way it is. Right. And, and and that's how I found divorce coaching. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that real quickly. Yeah. Yeah. So I was a family mediator. I had moved to Florida. I was experiencing a little, a little gender bias as a family mediator in Florida that I never experienced in New York. And this was 11 years ago, 12 years ago. And uh, people who came and spoke to me and wanted to hire me as their mediator and their a uh, spouse did not want to hire me as a mediator because they wanted a male mediator. They kept calling me. They were, they, we were able to establish rapport. They were just chatting up and looking for information. And as I was talking to them, I'm like, wait a minute, wait a minute. This isn't mediation, right? What is this? And that's how I explored and found out about divorce coaching. I do not like to practice without formal training, accreditation, certification, licensure, whatever it is. It's a validator for the work that I did that I am a quality professional to be able to provide those services. I did it for the people that I work with, right? To ensure that there was value in the work that there I was doing. So that's that's what we're here. We're seeing this and it's very, 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 very confusing for lots of people. Yes. So so let's talk about a few of the reasons why using the title without the training is problematic. Mm-hmm. One, we're already fighting a stigma reputation issue. I, I'm going to say that's kind of why we're in this position is because of that, right? Absolutely. There's still this notion out there that divorce coaches are just individuals who had a bad divorce experience and now want to advise others on how, how to avoid the mistakes they made. This is the, I'm going to do some air quotes now, Deborah, 
angry housewife myth that is very much still alive and well. It many, is. Yeah. Many divorce professionals don't take divorce coaching seriously for this very reason. They aren't aware of the training or education required for certification. And frankly, they're just too busy to be looking into it. Shifting that paradigm is going to take a while. And every time an attorney or mediator has an experience with an untrained, uncertified, unprofessional divorce coach, we have to start all over again, right? Now, we know that in any profession, not everyone is great, right? So getting the training doesn't just automatically make you good, right? It doesn't. But but we certainly increase the chances that other divorce professionals will have a good experience if the divorce coaches they do interact with have proper training. Absolutely. Yeah, we're still fighting that stigma. Yeah. And it's hard to swim upstream against that. Yeah. The other reason it's problematic to flash the title without the training is it diminishes the credibility of the people that have done it. Yeah. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. Y'all have worked hard to earn your certification in divorce coaching. And so you now have a unique set of skills that you're bringing to the divorce team. And you have made a commitment to uphold a standard of practice and some professional ethics. Okay. Mm-hmm. Here's the thing. There are a number of uber popular people out there with tons of followers and lots of notoriety, and they're using the title of divorce coach. They're generating lots of interest. They're hosting podcasts. They're writing books. They have group coaching. They're even training. I was going to say they're even training. (laughs) They're even training their own divorce coaches. Okay. now. I'm not going to name names. Yeah. But if they're not certified through a rigorous divorce coaching program in alignment with the ABA definition, then they are likely missing one or more critical components of what we do. That includes, here are the things they might be missing. Expertise in conflict management. Foundational coaching skills. This is a big one. The ability to remain neutral as to the outcome. Neutral. Neutral. (laughs) A focus on problem solving. Avoiding the unauthorized practice of law. And a principled approach to negotiation. Yes. They're missing these things. As popular as they are, as big of a platform as they are, They don't have these things, which is what the ABA says a divorce coach has. And that means they're not helping us build credibility and reputation as divorce and ADR professionals. Yes, yes. And and it makes it harder to earn a seat at that table, right? Yeah. Because we have no state national or international certification process or board of standards, it's difficult for the rest of the divorce professional community to sort the wheat from the the chaff to identify the good divorce coaches from less than good ones, right? There's nothing. There, there's nothing. 
There's mm-hmm. nothing out there. So that's why the collaboration process defaulted to using mental health professionals as divorce coaches on the team. And for all of you who know us, this is one of our, our biggest issues right now with the collab process. Grr. Yeah, <laughs> we, it, it really angers us, right? Because it gave them a surefire way to know that a person met a set of qualifications and a standard of practice. So they clung, they clung on to the mental health piece. And as long as we have individuals without proper training lumped together with true ADR professionals, all under the title of divorce coach, we're going to come up against that barrier. We're working diligently to remove those barriers. We really are, right? Because oh. let's let's just jump back to the collab process here, right? That mental health counselor, that therapist, that credentialed a worker who's sitting in the collaborative process now defining themselves as a divorce coach is not, are not performing divorce coaching practices. They're just not. So they should call them what they are, mental health professionals as part of that team, because they're not, they're not one and the same. They're They're not. not There might be a role for a therapist on the team. It could be helpful, but they're not a divorce coach. Yeah. Yeah. So. As long as organizations continue to claim to train and certify divorce coaches that fall outside of the ABA recognized ADR framework, we will have trouble gaining professional credibility. Yeah, we will. So we'll have trouble getting a seat at the table and gaining the professional credibility. And then on the other side of the coin, we've got it confuses the public. It confuses the public. Yeah. We all know that individuals and families save time, money, and emotional energy when they work with a professional certified divorce coach. But how? How do we spread a true, consistent message about the value a divorce coach adds when there are so many competing messages out there? Mm-hmm. We are not court advocates. Nope. We don't give advice. We don't make sure their parenting plan is airtight. No, nope. we are not just cheerleaders or peddlers of positive thinking. We did a whole podcast <laughs> episode on that. <laughs> we are alternative dispute resolution professionals. When you hire a plumber, you know what to expect, right? Or a carpenter or a... Most most people, you know what to expect. Mm-hmm. In today's world, when someone hires a person calling themselves a divorce coach, they really don't know what that stands for, right? Mm-hmm. They yeah. really don't. So we've seen a number of examples of this out in the world lately. Where yeah, and some big and some pretty big media mainstreams, right? So yeah. I'm not just talking Insta post here. I'm talking some articles and very well known. Yeah, yeah. We've we've seen some stuff where we are confusing the public about what a divorce coach does. Yeah, right. Everything from court advocacy, right? We just said it. We don't engage in advocacy 
for our clients, right? We're not sitting there walking them through, holding their hand, engaging in a legal battle. We do not give legal advice. We do not engage in the unauthorized practice of law. We do not write parenting plans for clients. Right. We just don't. And and the more that there's out there where people who are not certified divorce coaches, who are not qualified, professionally trained, certified divorce coaches representing that's what they do, right? It's confusing the public. And I'm going to go a step farther, Deborah. Okay. It's not just confusing the public, it's harming the public. It's harming. We also it's don't harming. diagnose their spouse with a mental illness. Oh. My gosh, I'm tired of that one. Yeah. I don't yeah. I don't diagnose my spouse's partner as a narcissist. I yeah. am not a mental health professional and I have not seen that person. Yeah. We recently saw a divorce coach who are titled as a divorce coach who went through a program now identifying as a a domestic violence advocate and and doing some some predicting or diagnosing of somebody that wasn't, they've never even met or interviewed. So this is right, right. We, we writing a document and submitting it to the court. Yes. As an expert testimony is just disheartening to me, disheartening yes. to me. And it is harmful. It's harmful. Yes. So not only is there some confusion, but it's harmful. So this it's is harmful. There is a role for yes. a DV advocate. A hundred. There is a role for a a parenting coordinator or a parenting mediator to help write a parenting plan. There are roles for those professionals. That is not a divorce coach. And that's where we confuse the public with the term. Yeah. With people calling themselves a divorce coach when they're not, right? So we've been making a concerted effort lately to try to raise awareness. So let's move from our rant to we know yeah, what can what can you do because what can you do join, because you join us right, right. <laughs> we're we're trying to raise awareness and we've really been trying to do that and it's a balancing act granted we don't want to alienate or put down others in the space they are doing good work and there's a place for all of those things so what we want to do is take advantage of opportunities to discuss the credentialing process and why it's important right yes Yes, yes. We love family law attorneys, but they are not taught coaching or conflict management skills in law school. Now, it's changing, right? The There is a little recognition change that they're going to do more ADR work in law schools. Yeah. Okay. But they're not, that's not their training, right? No. Coaches from other specialties may understand the coaching process, right? Powerful questioning, but they do not understand negotiation and strategic communication. No. So health professionals are great at active listening, but likely aren't skilled at proposal development. Every one of these professionals comes with a valuable set of skills, and we are not undermining those skills, but they don't have everything it takes to be a great divorce coach. Mm -mm. Right. So just in the past couple of weeks, we have had some conversations with financial professionals and life coaches who were calling themselves divorce coaches. And this is, I'm really kind of excited about this yeah. because as we dialogued and described the role of a divorce coach, gave the ABA definition and explained the training and credentialing process, both of those individuals dropped the title of divorce coach from their profiles. 
Now, we didn't do this to shame them. We did this to educate them. Educate. Educate them. Educate, educate. them. Yeah. We're not, we're not trying to shame anybody out here. Oh. No. Right? No. So uh, let's talk about how you can have this hard conversation should you choose to engage. Should you want to get on the advocacy bus, which we're going to encourage you to do. Yeah, right? it's one of our pillars at Divorce Coaches Academy. And we mm-hmm. are so grateful that you are sitting here listening or running or driving or whatever it is that you're doing. So yeah. you can help join us in this process. In this process. So here's one of the ways that I start when somebody reaches out to me. Okay. I typically don't go after them. I wait until they reach out. I do my sleuthing. And then I say, thanks for reaching out. I'm always happy to connect with a fellow divorce coach. I'd love to get to know you a little bit better. How long have you been coaching people going through divorce? Where did you get your training and certification? Do you have a niche you specialize in? I ask them a few questions, but I throw in there. Where did you get your training and certification? Then sometimes I will add, I've been a mentor and instructor for years. Perhaps we've crossed paths and I didn't realize it. Maybe you would add, hey, I've been in the divorce coaching space for a quite, a, quite a while. I wonder if we've run into each other before. <laughs> yes, <laughs> right? kindness, right? Kindness. About kindness. Yeah. T- tell me about you, but yeah. throw in, where did you get your certification and training? Yeah, ask. Ask, yeah. right? And then they'll come back and we've heard all kinds of things from, well, I'm, I'm self, self-taught to, yeah. um, well, I've just, you know, I've got this coaching certification and I specialize in divorce or whatever. Wow. Okay. Well, thank you for sharing that. Right. I certainly appreciate using your, whatever it is, expertise to support women, people, families, whatever going through divorce. Boy, that's a much needed service. I know many of my clients have struggle with, have fear about whatever. So we're using ear statements here, <laughs> right? We're using our ear statements to affirm what they said. Absolutely. Absolutely. But now, now what's the closer, Tracy? Right. So now here's a couple options, right? More subtle, right? Responses. Okay. Once I learned that the ABA recognizes divorce coaching as a form of alternative dispute resolution, I knew I wanted some thorough training. So I went through the X, Y, and Z program to get my certification as a divorce coach. That included a 40-hour training program over a period of months, weeks of working with a professional mentor, and I'm required to pursue continuing education as well as adhere to strict code of ethics. It sure was a lot of work, but so worth it. I feel so much more prepared now to support clients in communicating, negotiating, and managing conflict, right? So that's a a more lovely, lovely response, right? Right. That's about me. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But again, we're educating through sharing information. Right. All right. A little more direct if you want a a little stronger option, Mm -hmm. perhaps. Oh, a divorce coach is an ADR ex- expert as defined by the ABA and requires specific training and certification to function properly in that role. Our credibility as a profession, just like any other, relies on it. 
best practices in the industry right now require a minimum of 40 hours of training, just like a mediator, along with professional mentor coaching, continuing education requirements, and a commitment to a standard of practice and a code of ethics. Yeah. Right. Some great. Yeah. And sometimes I'll say, I just, I just wanted to clarify Yeah. yeah the definition oh. of a professional divorce coach. So yes, it, again, these, yeah, you are educating, you're advocating, you're not putting anybody down, nope. do the sandwich, ear yeah. statement, your advocacy statement, and another ear statement, put something else on the end. Yeah, because right? think about how much in your education information, you're also supporting that person in seeking the credentialing to add a layer of validation to the work that they already are doing. Nobody's discounting the work, right? If you've been doing this, you were divorced 15 years ago and you've been in this space for a long time. I hear you. I hear you. Great. Now, now maybe just take that next step to further validate, to get some additional training in the work that you're already doing. And I can tell you what we have heard from people who have been out in this space, defining themselves as divorce coaches for a long time, now coming in and getting, finally getting certified in training. They're saying, wow. Right. Wow. Wow. I didn't, I didn't realize. Yeah. (laughs) So you can still, you know, you did that. Thanks for connecting in the beginning. At the end, you can say, gosh, I'd love to talk with you more. And I'm happy to connect and tell you about the training I went through because it absolutely was transformative for me in terms of my work with clients. And, you know, I love to get together and have a virtual coffee with you. Here's a link to my Calendly. Yeah, we're inviting them to come play in the sandbox. Exactly. Picking them out of the sandbox, we're coming, inviting them to play in the sandbox, right? So title versus training. Yeah. Just out here asking you guys to join in our sandbox of helping continue to advocate for the professional practice of divorce coaching in alignment with the ABA as alternative dispute resolution specialist. We can encourage and support those who've been out there practicing without shaming, right? To help further advance the recognition, the seat at the table and disfuse the confusion or potential harm to clients. So, all right. Thanks so much, everyone. Uh, if you have any questions, you know, you can reach us, you know how to reach us uh, via email. Uh, we'd love to hear from you and hope that this is helping support you and the work that you do every day. Until next time. Thanks for joining us for the Divorce Coaches Academy podcast. If you enjoyed today's show, please give us a rating on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or your favorite podcasting app. It helps other divorce professionals find us and add to the conversation. And don't forget to follow us on social media to be the first to know when we add new classes and events. We'll be back next week with another topic to help you maximize client impact, create a thriving business, and promote the value of professional divorce coaching.